0: Hello and welcome back to the Two Kinky Women podcast, where we dish about everything kink. I am your co-host, Midnight Lady, and my partner is Mistress
1: Gabrielle. Hello, welcome back to another episode of the Two Kinky Women podcast. Boy, we're really enjoying doing this, and I hope um, that... uh, you guys are enjoying it too. And considering that you're here, you must be. So let's hear from you. Um, write to us. Look, uh, Find us on Instagram. Comment, ask questions. We'd love to hear from you. We uh, have a great topic today, really, really good topic. This is something that um, has been an issue, or not an issue, but a topic of conversation uh, between uh, me and uh, a few friends from time to time, and uh, there's a lot of thought about it. And What is that topic, Midnight oh, Lady? Today's topic
0: is, is, is rather a juicy one. It's uh, DS, Power Exchange, and Sex, BDSM, and Sex. Can you have one without the other?
1: That's a really good question. Can you have one without the other?
0: Well, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. You can have some partners that you have a sexual relationship in addition to the kink play. You can have other partners where it's just kink, uh, no sexual interactions. You can have other partners that it's... Merely service oriented.
1: They and come, sex never enters and into sex the equation. Is ever. not even
0: a thought of the equation. Right, right. Um, they can do your accounting, they do your taxes, they mow your lawn, they clean your house, you know. So there's all different types of kink relationships that you can have that don't necessarily involve the sex, the sex.
1: But what it is that we do, and we do so many different things, lots of people who are involved in our, in our scene um, really consider what it is that we do is foreplay, foreplay for a sexual act. Maybe we need to say, what is a sexual act? I think everybody at this stage of the game knows what sex is, but maybe not. Because to me, giving somebody a blowjob is sex. OK, yeah. if somebody has anal sex with somebody else, that's sex to me. OK, um, younger generations, um, different than mine and perhaps yours, um, don't think of these things as quote unquote sex. They think uh, penis in vagina is sex. Anything else is not, Non-sex. not as sexual However, um, <laughs> to me, any kind of sexual intimacy is verging on that definition of sex. You're intimate with my private parts. If you are intimate with my private parts, to me, that's sex.
0: What about phone sex?
1: Ah, internet sex, chat sex. Right. Um, To me,
0: I find that sex as well.
1: Yeah. Because
0: you're not using your body parts, but you are using your fingers and your ears and your eyes and your imagination. And you're sharing an intimacy in those words, in those pictures right. that you're sexting
1: back and forth. So if you feel like it, you can define that as sex. If you don't feel like it, you don't have to define it as sex. It's really up to the individual to determine how they define it. it. That's right. And That's
0: right. how they how does that play into their relationships? How does that play into their kink? Right. Play. Right. Originally when I got into the scene, it was nineteen ninety seven. I know the dinosaurs were only gone a couple of years. <laughs> Um. So, 1997, and there was no sex. It wasn't. It wasn't that it wasn't done, or it was done quietly. No, it was verboten.
1: No, you're talking about play parties, play parties, events,
0: events private part. Like it just didn't happen. You did the scene. You went home and had the sex.
1: If you, if your partner, if if you was went with home you. with your partner, right, I obviously right. went
0: home with my partner. Right, but right in terms of play parties and things of that nature, you just played, you did, um, corporal punch, you know, the impact play or CBT or whatever, you know, whipping, flogging, whatever, fire play, all your things that we do here. Um, You would do the thing, and then you would go home.
1: Or at a big event or something along those lines, you would go upstairs, if it was a hotel event, you go upstairs and do whatever it was you wanted to do with whoever it was.
0: uh, We fell out of the scene to raise our son. We moved to Pennsylvania. And then we got back into the scene once our son was old enough. We got back into the scene. We found that... We were shocked. We Things had changed, we, right? We went to our first play party.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, and there were people having the sex. They were having the sex. And we were like, holy shit. They're having the sex. Is that allowed? Is that allowed? And we we're like, oh, yeah, it's allowed. It's, it's, people do it all the time. And so we were shocked This shit. But, you know, I, I, I like the sex. So that's good. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Back in the early two thousands, um, I went to um, uh, a Dark Odyssey event down in the uh, Washington. DC area and um, uh, I knew a lot of people who were going to be there and I went with friends and I had a boy with me as well went with very good friends and uh, we went into this dark odyssey event it was a hotel takeover and uh, there was a certain room that we set off so not the main play space but the certain room that we set off where anything goes and of course what we meant by anything goes was sexual acts of whatever variety we were in shock we were in absolute shock. We had never seen anything before. Now, I'm, not, I'm talking less than 20 years ago, okay? We were really amazed that people were actually hooking up uh, at, a, uh, at an event, at a, at a, a DS, a S&M event. We were really surprised. Now, we were surprised for a lot of reasons. One of which was um, a lot of this was considered to be unlawful. Okay, sexual activity, in fact even showing off a nude body because if you had a play party or an event uh anywhere where there was alcohol uh, stored offered. on the
0: premises not even, even served
1: exactly just stored on the premises right then the rule was there was no uh nudity no well partial nudity yes but no no Hold naughty on. bits Yes. Allowed to be seen anywhere, street legal.
0: They call that street
1: legal, right? And uh, the idea was, um, you could be arrested for um, whatever charge it was that they that they would press. That happened to a uh, test
0: thirty. Yes, that is ha- that what happened test at test
1: thirty, and the bar, of course, was closed and it was all gated up with, uh, you know, all different kinds yeah, was- of. uh,
0: But the fact that it was stored on the premises. Right, even
1: though it was closed. When the police raided, and they did raid, um, we had to change everything it was we were doing. And even the vendors who had, um, uh, quote-unquote, dirty movies for sale... Had to cover up sex with toys. masking tape, sex toys, and cover up with masking tape the pictures of uh, bare breasts on the uh, on the, on the covers of the VHS tapes. Yes, in those days, all we had was VHS <laughs> tapes. Only going back twenty years, guys, but things have changed. But in any event, uh, this is how tough it was to uh, be able to see or engage any kind of sexual activity at an event. It simply was not done. done. Yes,
0: it wasn't done. And and as a nudist myself, you know, I get to a play party. I'm like, oh, when can I get undressed? Right, yeah. Uh, So for me, that was like, you mean I have to put my clothes back on? Like, I didn't have any, like, stuff where my breasts were all covered and my naughty bits were all covered so that was an interesting so that was the way it used to that be was an interesting weekend right. we had to really figure out you know how do we not show anything naughty <laughs>
1: And we did. And we oh, did. of course we did. We did. Because, we, yeah. we had a lot of fun doing it. I mean, they could not police us to the point of saying that you could not use, um, you know, uh, impact toys, uh, corporal punishment of any kind, oh, or yes, corporal activities. Very
0: restrictive.
1: very restrictive. But we figured it out. We also spent a lot of time doing things like um, uh, a dog show a puppy and dog show yeah. and we did uh, a horse and pony show yeah.
0: over there I mean, as well.
1: So yeah. those things were good and they ran longer than they would have had, would have had uh, run because you now we had to find ways to do it. But uh, Kingsters are very imaginative and very <laughs> open-minded for other things. So we managed to do that, but things definitely have changed. So now, um, Let's 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 face it. It's acceptable. Just pretty much anywhere you it's go. Also,
0: uh, promoted. And promoted. Saying, hey, you know, it's not only acceptable. Right. Feel free to you know if you're gonna fuck it, chuck it. Right. You, know, you put those little uh, right. wee wee pads down on the ground right. uh, for sanity. Uh, and they're... sanity.
1: Uh, <laughs> not sanity. Um, <laughs> what is that word?
0: <laughs> I find myself.
1: Not sanity. Um, the no, idea no, was to keep everything safe. Sanitary, sanitary. sanitary. There sanitary, you go. Sanitary. Okay. But it's so expected, or um, maybe not expected is the right word. Um, it is so uh, normal these days yes. that you're going to go to a play party. You're going to see Some big bowls sex. full of lube. You're going to see big bowls full of, of condoms. condoms. Um, you're, going chucks. Chucks. Um, you're going to see chucks. You're going to see... Everything that people use when they indulge in, quote-unquote, sexual activities.
0: And bacterial wipes.
1: And bacterial wipes, absolutely. So, today, um, play parties are generally sex positive. Some still are not. I mean, it's up to whoever is hosting a play party whether or not they want to, you Um, know, agree that those are the rules of the house.
0: Always check the rules. Always check the rules. Any
1: play party that you go to... Uh, and I'm not talking about a big event, I'm talking about, you know, something in somebody's dungeon basement um, will have rules. And it's very important to know what those rules are. Of course, you know, as the host of a play party, um, I can tell everybody, no, I don't want to have sexual activity going on over here, okay? But as the host of a play party, it's um, my decision, okay? My decision, not somebody else's decision. But that all being said, you know it's my decision it's not my decision or whatever the case may be you can't be all over the place at the same time mm-hmm. as you should have a bunch of dungeon monitors in your you know in your dungeon and checking out what everybody's doing and that generally is not the case so sometimes um you know things do happen is it bad no but you should pay attention to the rules in that particular environment whatever those rules are mm. there are still big events that we could call them sex positive, but sex does not happen in those big events in the public space. Mm -hmm. Okay. So it's happening someplace else, either in your room, uh, upstairs in the hotel, or you don't, or you go out to your car, or whatever it is that you do. So you have to uh, take the temperature of the room, as it were, and determine what it is you want to do in public. Not everybody's comfy with the idea of public. So here comes a little negotiation for people who go to events and play parties. Before you get there, determine, you know, just what it is you're gonna do. Um, negotiation, talking about stuff before. Boy, every single episode we do, we talk about communication. And this is one that definitely needs the communication as well. Um, they, if So if you're in the dungeon and you're looking for pickup
0: play, when you talk to that bottom that wants to be spanked or wants to be uh questions that I might say to that bottom that wants to be spanked, especially man or woman, because I play with balls, I like balls. I always ask very specifically, do you have a problem if I touch your penis? Do you have a problem if I lightly graze your uh the your clit your labia your breasts your nipples do you are you okay with those things because to me that's sex if I'm putting my hand on your junk that's sex it doesn't matter it's not penis and vagina for me that's very intimate it's very sexy it's very intimate it's very um intense um so I've had women say to me you can touch my breast, but don't touch my clit, my labia or my vagina, oh, okay, perfect. Now I know where the boundaries are right. I can play with the breast, but not the sex right uh or they say, "Oh, vice versa, uh don't touch my breast, but I'm you know how far can I play can I masturbate you? Can I just lightly graze? What level of sexuality? You know, and then there are women who are like just I don't want that. I just want to be spanked. Okay, great. I can do that too. Because um, I like the intimateness, especially if they're a hottie and I'm very attracted to them. I want to be, you know, uh more engaged in that uh sexuality part of it. If there are certain things that you will do, certain things that you won't do. What if a bottom came to me and wanted something that I don't do. Say he wanted to kiss me. He
1: uh-huh. wanted kissing.
0: I don't do kissing. Kissing is reserved for my husband alone.
1: Gotcha. My husband
0: dominant. So that's our thing. We we don't kiss anybody else. We just only kiss each other. Well, I I need to have kissing in my scene. I said, well, then we're not compatible. Right. Right. And that is a hundred percent okay to not be compatible with every person that you could possibly play with i don't do kissing on the lips but i could kiss your neck i can nibble your ear i can do this that and the other thing would that be acceptable to you Uh
1: uh-huh so you counter essentially when you're uh, negotiating with somebody who only wants this particular thing you counter with what it is you will do do or will, what it is you like to do. Could do. Could do. Okay.
0: And then it's up to the bottom at that point to say, no, I really need the kissing. Well, then I'm sorry. We are not compatible, which is we like to say is
1: good information. That's right. It really is good information. It frees to you up to find right. the person that right. will kiss you. Right. And this is not only um, uh, talking about pick-up play or or uh, people you're just meeting and getting into, um, this also can go for a long-term relationship as well. I mean, you can have strictly a DS uh, relationship or a DS dominant submissive dynamic with your partner, which does not include sexual activity. And an example of that is a boy I had for quite a few um, years, still very friendly with him, um, really terrific pain slut. We like to call people like that, you know, pain sluts because they live for it. They just absolutely adore it. And I had this boy, in fact, there's two of them in my in my past life. Um, neither one of them I have a relationship with now, but they were enduring relationships and they were strictly D.S. There was no sexual activity. In fact, I remember one particular time with one of those boys, uh, one of my dear, dear friends um, was coming into town and the two of us were going to meet up with him uh, at a hotel. And uh, I knew he was the pain slit, big time, big time. And so did she. And uh, I I just had a marvelous time uh, with the singletail and I was teaching her how to use the single tam on him. It was a very, very hot scene, it really was, but it was completely uh, impact play and corporal punishment. That's what it was. And I was teaching her to use the, the, the whip on him, and she cut him up a little, but he loved it. But in any event, she was learning. It was fine. And after this particular part of the scene was over, she wanted him to um, to go down on her and perform uh, oral sex. So that's what she did. She set it up, and that's what she did. And she had him uh, perform that service, let's call it that, at this moment, because that's how I like to refer to it. It's, it's a service. So I was. I went into the ladies' room. Then I went down the hallway uh, to get um, some, some cans of soda and refill the ice. Because I figured, let me give them a few minutes. Well, I come back in the room and she's like, God damn, you're awful at this. And then she looks at me and she goes, Gabby, why didn't you tell me you was terrible at this? I thought you would have trained your boys. I said, I don't use him for that. Mm. And that's the extent of the DS relationship. Okay. Strictly DS, no shared intimacy. Played with this guy and had a relationship with him for years. Never had any kind of sexual intimacy. Is that okay? Sure
0: is. You define it.
1: I defined it. I'm a sadist. You're the masochist. That's what I'm going to do, okay? Me as a sadist and you as a masochist does not mean the sadist is not going to suck your dick. No, it isn't going to happen, okay? Because I'm there for a purpose, and that purpose is to be the shit out of you because that's we what like it that. is you want, and that is what I want, okay? And I have a very similar dynamic with another, another man, someone we both know. Same thing never had 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 any kind of sexual relationship with. First of all, um I was very friendly with his wife. Okay? And mm. to do that it never that. even yeah, exactly. It never even occurred to me that that's where this relationship would go. It was strictly a, a sadist and a masochist dynamic. It was S and M. That's what it was. Okay? Mm-hmm. So that's perfect. That's fine if the two of you want the same thing. Okay? If you don't want the same thing, then we got to talk about what you were saying before about negotiating what it is you will do. Right.
0: So, also, you can't change the dynamic of the scene in the middle of the scene. Yeah. You, As the dominant, you know, you did not negotiate any sort of sexual contact ahead of time. So, at the end of the scene, you're done... He's done getting spanked or whatever. You can't then say to him, now you need to go down on me. Now you need to rub my feet. Now you need to do X, Y, and Z. Because you haven't negotiated those additional acts at the beginning of the scene. You can't just throw them in there in the middle of the scene, or ask for them at the end of the scene. And then when the bottom is like, "Um, I don't do that.
1: Right. And do
0: the oral sex.
1: Right. I've heard, uh, I've talked to a lot of submissive women who who are put in that position. Yes. And they don't like it.
0: Please your master. Right, right. You know, fuck your master. Please your master. Right, And that hadn't been negotiated. Exactly. you can't just throw that in there at the end and expect because they are a service submissive or expect because they're a bottom that they're just going to, you know, grovel and fall at your feet. But you haven't negotiated that.
1: And, you know, if you have a consensual non-consent agreement with your play partner, you know, pretty much anything goes at that point. But we know better than that because we know there's either a contract or some sort of an agreement. Uh, Agreement ahead of time. Agreement ahead of time. This is as far as we go. Okay. So people know what to expect when you have a But that's generally speaking for people who have been playing quite a while Mm. to be able to get to the point where they can actually have a consensual non-consent agreement with their dominant or their master, right? Or their owner, because you certainly don't want to have consensual non-consent with somebody you don't know. So that kind of situation is never going to happen at the beginning of a relationship um, or or play partnership. That's not going to happen right away. Um, so essentially what, what, what we could say is, yeah, what it is we do is foreplay. There's it is sure, but maybe it's not, maybe the actual acts within the BDSM scene are enough of itself. That's the way the two boys I'm talking about felt.
0: See, now the way I see it, I absolutely do not believe that the scene is a prelude to sex. It's seen for me. It's the mindset for me. Um, There is a mindset that the kink and the BDSM and the power exchange are in and of themselves. And I totally
1: agree with you on that. I really do. In and of
0: themselves. Right. A a complete thing, a complete model. Right. Now, the sex that sometimes happens after, it's like a bonus. Right.
1: You know. Right. Absolutely. I really do agree with that. I really do. Um, Uh, I find that the power exchange the absolute activity that's inside and the mindset that's inside with the power exchange is enough for me. It really, really is. That is a tremendous, to have the control Mm -hmm. that you have, okay, in that power exchange, that's tremendous turn on to me. And it does not have to climax with a climax. It really does not. Mm -hmm. In fact, it usually never does. And I'm perfectly fine with that. So, um, I wouldn't say that's because of my advanced age. I've always been this way, okay? I find the power exchange, I find taking control of another person's body and, needless to say, mind during uh, a scene is a tremendous turn on to me as a person. Now, Not necessarily going to end in sex.
0: If if you just dis- want the sex... You know, say you want want the sex. You want some sexual contact. Sex can mean a lot of different things to a lot of different people. Uh, Bill Clinton got a blowjob.
1: (laughs) It wasn't sex, though. He did not have sex sex with that young woman. He
0: did not. Well, you know, the word sex was actually in the word, you know, when the word sex is in the word, in the descripting word, it's sex. Yeah, yeah. But your idea of sex and my idea of sex could be two different things. My idea of sex is grabbing your junk. Yeah. That's very intimate to me. Right. Then there's PIV, penis and vagina sex. There's penis and ass sex. There's blowjob sex. There's handjob sex. Using
1: strap-ons.
0: There's a strap-on. There's a pegging sex. Right. So when you say, I want to have sex with you. And you're the top, and she's a woman, and you stick your penis in her vagina, and she says assault. Right. Well, you said you wanted the sex. Well, she, no, I just wanted you to touch me. I didn't want you to fuck me. You know, so be very, very clear is where we're getting with this. I think that's really very, good. I want penis good and vagina sex. Right. I want pegging. I right. want anal sex. Right. I I'm up for anal sex, but not PIV sex. Right. I'm up for PIB sex, but not anal sex. Right. Um, I like oral sex. I'm up. Oral sex is fine too. No, no, I'm right. not into oral sex. Be very specific about the sex
1: act. Even as you were saying before, kissing. Okay, that's very intimate to me as well. I I, I certainly agree with you in that regard. So you have to be clear, you have to be clear. And that's what negotiation is all about. And we emphasize it in every episode we do that communication and negotiation is critical in any kind of uh, scenario that we indulge in. It is critical. You gotta use your words, you gotta use your words. And if you use your words, chances of things happening that you don't want, uh, chances of of things happening that really upset you or leave you with a bad taste in your mouth in more ways than one, um, all of these things, all of these things can make a really um, potentially terrific scene into a disaster. And Mm. then oh, there's consent violations, there's um, um, everybody breaking into separate camps. This one believes it. This one doesn't believe it. And there's a lot of potential for a lot of aggravation, uh, loss of friendships, huge amount of hassle so drama drama big time drama so the way to handle this kind of thing is to be clear up front very now clear. you know negotiation does not have to be like negotiation for a contract uh, uh you know that a bunch of lawyers are doing sitting around the conference table we're not talking about that negotiation in itself and we're gonna you know talk more about negotiation as we go on because we always do um can be done in a very very um erotic way way i mm-hmm. mean there's no question about it. use your imagination do a little negotiation that uh is a turn on in itself mm-hmm. talking about what you will and will not do mm-hmm. uh in negotiation oh yeah can almost change your mind as to okay. what you will yeah. and will not do so use your imagination yeah. use your words
0: you could do something like "Well, how would you like it if i just grab that big cock of yours that's right that's right a few times would you like that would you like me to grab that big cock of yours there you go exactly you know i mean any guy that says no to that you know you're like oh okay but yeah yeah, most likely at that point you know there everybody's in agreement
1: right in agreement
0: at that point uh so there is sexy ways to do it. That's you know, right. You are not. That's right. It doesn't have to be so sterile and clinical, uh, right. you know, to... But it's absolutely essential.
1: It really But it can is. be done in
0: a fun, lighthearted right. kind of way.
1: It really can.
0: The, absolutely. You know, when we talk about the DS and sex in the DS and, and how you define sex, you know, there's a whole other subset culture of the swinger community ah and the swingers uh, swinger communities are starting to meld and i think that's where all the sex was coming from
1: how interesting
0: not from the Kingsters, who were never having the sex the swinger community is kind of like one of those venn diagrams where they're kind of merging a little bit now there's like a little you know space between the kink and the swingers yeah. and now we have a venn diagram with the little middle space there right. where they're kinky and swingers
1: yeah they're overlapping
0: they're definitely overlapping yeah. and this reminds me so we were doing in the uh, late 90s when we were i was part of uh not for everyone and we had our parties twice a
1: week what a terrific then. group that was, that was by the way great, it didn't its last original, long enough unfortunately under its original management right right um
0: wonderful woman who was running it and so we we had parties back then we had parties twice a week those were the days
1: oh boy weren't they oh i am so so
0: nostalgic for those days (laughs) uh, so we were there at a party and we um solstice and i were doing our usual abbott and costello kink routine right um but the but you know i was smart ass masochist back then as well and he loved taking out one bigger paddle than the next. So we were doing a really intense paddling scene, a big, you know, big intense paddling scene. And up from the basement comes these two women dressed in towels. Towels. The towel people. And we called them the towel people. We call, I love we, that. We called them the towel people because right. we we were sharing the space with the basement and the towel people, the swingers, were in the basement. That was before we even knew what swingers were.
1: And that's where, that's where their hot tub was. That's where that, they were yes. in towels.
0: <laughs> and, and, but then they would come up. They didn't want to be naked around the kinky people. And so they would come up, and they're watching me get beat, get my ass handed to me. And I overheard them say, well, I would never let anybody do that to me. She must be crazy. Why would you want that? That's terrible.
1: It's abuse.
0: That's abuse. That's awful. And I said to myself, well, isn't that the pot calling the kettle black? I said, but you'll go downstairs and have indiscriminate sex with multiple partners. Not that and you're
1: being judgmental, no, but they were being judgmental. They were
0: very judgmental. Wait, wait, why is what I'm doing worse than what you're doing? You do what you love and makes you happy. Go forward, but don't judge me for what I'm doing and what I like to do. So, I did get an invite down to the basement because <laughs> right. I was with Mick. I was right. dating a guy. Uh, and he and I got an invite to the basement. Right. And we were allowed to keep what's scantily clad kind of clothing we had on. But it was very nice to meet all these people. And there was copious amounts of sex going on in all the different rooms. And uh, and so it was a very interesting experience. And I think that that's where sex is starting to come into the king's scene. So you have these two diverse... Very diverse groups are now kind of melding and meshing and, and making their way into our space, enhancing our space. Uh, and they're not just the swingers who don't do kink and the kinksters who don't swing. Now you have that subset of the population.
1: It's very interesting and it's Which rather is. and it's it's rather recent rather a rather a recent um um uh-huh. uh, type of uh uh scenario uh back I, I want to say two thousand sixteen or two thousand seventeen i went to a swingers um i wouldn't say it was a swingers convention but <laughs> it was close to being a swingers convention it was a swingers event it was a whole weekend with the hotel takeover. I was vending at this particular event and I knew very, very little about the group and I knew very, very little about any of the people involved in it. But it so happened that at this particular Swingers event, um, there was um, uh, uh, a little bit of a uh, S&M, uh contingent, not a big one, but a small one. And in fact, what it was were demos that were being done throughout the weekend. And people in the swinger community, of course, that's what this was for, were, you know, um, um, aware of all of these things. It was on the program. You could go to these demos. You could go to these classes and learn what it was all about. And I can remember going into one particular um, uh, class where it was on Fireplay. Now, as a, um, an introductory lesson into what it is that we do, I don't know if Fireplay is the right to start okay <laughs> particularly fire play done by my friend Dottie who was like oh my god she was really into it and she was good at it but when you have never seen such a thing being all done of a okay and it comes out of nowhere oh she gave a little speech this is fire play we're going to do this we're very safe here's our fire extinguisher here's somebody standing at the side with a big blanket to to um, you know put out anything, God forbid if anything should happen, and we have another spotter and standing in behind her, uh, etc. Well, once she got started with that fireplay, these swingers ran screaming back to the hot tub. I never saw anything like it in my life. They all left. There wasn't one person left except me and a couple of other people who were kinksters. It was really funny. And (laughs) I said to Dottie afterwards, next time is an introductory uh, course. How about starting with a little spanking? She said, oh, everybody spanks. I said, yeah, but still. A little spanking would have been good, you know? And then we go to advanced beginner, and we could do some flogging. But let's wait for the fireplace. Maybe
0: a little caning. Right,
1: a little caning. But the fireplace, it really freaked everybody out. Now, that was, say, like 2016 or 2017. The following year was a big difference. It was a big difference in that we actually had a dungeon set up there. I was vending, but there was actually a dungeon set up. And one of the dungeon societies someplace, either from Connecticut or Rochester, New York, or someplace set up the dungeon in there. And guess what? We had a lot of people come in. Some would stay for a minute. Some would stay for five minutes. These are the swingers. And then they would go. But this time they weren't screaming as they ran back to the hot Mm. tub. This time they were going, Hmm, that's interesting. That's very interesting. They were watching kinksters now who had come to the swingers convention because they were swingers and Kingsters. So they were used to it. And they got into the dungeon and they were showing off. And it was wonderful. The following year, it was a full-fledged kink and swinger convention. Mm. Okay, So it did not take very, very long to get into it uh, and for people to find it attractive because what was happening was they were seeing a variety, Mm -hmm. things with sex, things without sex. And you know, at a swingers thing. People are going to have sex. Okay. But swingers also love alcohol. They just love dancing, alcohol and hot tubs. So there was a lot of stuff going on, even though there was alcohol on the premises, we made it very clear. That Kingsters, generally speaking, unless they're, you know, outside the norm, do not play while impaired. No. What is impaired? Any alcohol, any kind of drugs. Okay. And I'm talking about illicit and legal drugs. I'm talking about alcohol. I'm talking about weed. I'm talking about anything else. God Prescription. Forbid. Absolutely. You've got to know how these things are going to affect you. And you don't always know that. I definitely think it's a bad idea. Still to this day, we made it very clear to the king community, if you uh, to the swinger community rather, that that's one of our tenets. We don't play when we're high. We really don't do that because we need to have our wits about us.
0: You have to respond in a second, right, to the needs of your bottom.
1: For example, when, when that fire play. You yeah. don't do fire play after a couple of drinks. Uh-uh. All right. That <laughs> yeah. isn't something that, that happens. that
0: is a recipe for disaster.
1: Absolutely. All right. You don't smoke a joint before you indulge in fireplay. All right. Either as the doer or the do Neither one. You can't be relied upon to know what your reactions are gonna be. You split don't split second. Absolutely. You have a split second. Absolutely. To make a decision. We're we're working with things that can be extraordinarily um you have uh, your dangerous.
0: You have your uh, submissive in bondage, and they have a blood sugar attack and they pass out. There you go. Uh, what are you going to be like? Well, maybe we should let him down.
1: Yeah. Um, what do you think? Uh, maybe I yeah. should. Yeah. Maybe I mm. get a drink
0: of water and I'll okay. think about it a bit. When I come back,
1: maybe he'll be better. <laughs> or, or you can panic and, be and like, start oh screaming. My God. Oh, my God. Okay. Oh my God. And then the entire dungeon goes bonkers. Okay? So do not play impaired. impaired. There's no question about it. So there's a big difference between the swinger and kink community. Yeah. So I say to friends of mine who do both, who are kinksters who, who like to swing, um, do the kink first and the swinging after absolutely okay so that you know you keep your head about you you got you got to be able to react on a dime there's no question about it but it's really interesting this Kingsters versus the swingers um you know listen it's it's the it's 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 the culture of of the event and you work within the parameters just the way you do when you go to a play party in somebody's basement dungeon the rules are the rules and that's those are the rules that that you uh, that you um, follow. It's just what you do because that's what's safe, and safety is paramount, no question about it. But to this to this day, uh, the women are going to look at it one way, men are going to look at it another way. Whether they're swingers, kingsters, or anything, let's face it, men have a different point of view when it comes to sex than most women do. There are some women who are more, um, should we say, um, interested, or um, um, more women who want what they want, whatever it might be. So essentially, you know, from a male and female point of view, that's why I negotiate, that's why we communicate, because we're gonna find a common ground and we're going to now play with those rules and those guidelines from that common ground and the reality is men think about it differently Mm. than women do i'm in a scene with a guy it's all about his dick i mean there's just no question about it it just is that's how men are wired okay now there are certain um men who are wired perhaps less in that area than others are and the same thing goes for women okay and um the reality is you got to know what you're getting into. you just got to know. So a man who expects uh, a scene to, uh, to end in a sexual act in the public space, in the public dungeon, and a woman who thinks she'll only go this far but not that far had better talk really nicely and well prior to that place mm-hmm. play beginning because there's always going to be um, a male point of view and a female point of view. And I hate to put it on those terms, okay? Because today, you know, there are so many people who describe themselves as um, uh, gender fluid and um, uh, whatever else they want to call it. So putting somebody in a category like that may not feel fair. But the feeling, the, the point that I'm making is it's not because you're this or not because you're that. It's just because you guys... Are different. You have different points of view. Mm-hmm. Okay, different so priorities. whether somebody is right, okay, um whatever it is, you got to talk. You got to talk. We keep emphasizing this. Mm. This is the whole thing, really, in a nutshell. This is the whole war between men and women. This is the whole thing about, you know, people who um don't agree on some things and do agree on other things you find a compromise you find a way forward even right?
0: if, even with a long-term partner
1: absolutely
0: you know you you have to if they if you're going to play you're going to a play party um you just we always have this conversation what are you up for tonight there you go oh i like this i like that um do you want a little anal Ah, uh, no today's not a good day for anal all right i'm not feeling that's right great
1: i I love that what are you up for tonight wow
0: what are you up for tonight
1: isn't that awesome
0: now you could say that that messes with the ds dynamic it doesn't because we are communicating with each other he doesn't want to do something that Mm -hmm. i'm not uh, up for like he doesn't just want to do anal and he doesn't even have a conversation with me well maybe anal is not a good idea tonight or maybe you know when I was younger maybe oh I have my period so piv is definitely out okay but we're still going to the party right but piv is out and okay. we'll still play but there'll right. just be no right sexual contact right. in that in that sense so even even if you are married to your partner, or even with you've been with your partner a long time, you still have to communicate. I'll
1: tell you, I love that on. phrase. What are you up, up for, for tonight? This that is phenomenal. That yeah. is really excellent. I love that.
0: And I'll say that to him too. So if uh, uh, he's the dominant, I'll be like, Mary. Well, what are you up for? What would you like? Do you want me to do this? Do you want me to do that? Do you want to? Do a pegging scene because he loves pegging. Do you want, you know, do you want me to do a blood job, a hand job, This that, no sex, you know, massage? Like, what
1: are you up for? And that's a really great entree into DNS and sex. Can you have one without the other? Well, maybe, maybe not. It depends what you're up for. Yeah. And there you go. I love that. It's kind of like, all right, let's do let's do like a podcast called "The Anatomy of a Scene." I think we have done yeah, that. We that. Yeah, we sure. did that. So now let's call it "What Are You Up For Tonight?" The Anatomy of a Scene. Wow, this you know, I never heard that before. I have to admit yeah. that I love that. I've never negotiated like that before. Yeah, because we've been together
0: for twenty three years. You think we know what? we like you know we but we don't want to assume because bodies change things change um you know i i manage complex ptsd so body things change you know so it's always important even with a long-term partner and to... when you're
1: saying to say this, even with a long time partner, you don't necessarily have to say it to their face. I mean, you can have a nice little texting conversation prior to getting together oh, yeah. that I night mean, to yeah. set the
0: stage. To Absolutely. set the stage,
1: right? Right? Oh,
0: oh, well, sir, I, I'm totally up for a nice long sensual spanking. Right. And then oh, are you okay. now? Right. Well your job then is to pick out the three paddles that you want to be there go. spanked yeah.
1: with. Yeah. You know, I like, really
0: like that. And it can really be like you said, set the stage, set the mood, a little right. sexting. Right. Kind of right. pre foreplay. Right. You know so It could
1: even go as far as to what kind of music you want to hear.
0: Yeah. What are you in the mood for? Right. What are you up
1: for? What basic. are you up for? I what are you love up it. for that is so great. Thank you for that. Oh, well, that's that's what we do. That's what you do, but it's great advice.
0: Because he doesn't want to do the wrong thing. He doesn't want to do a thing that I'm not up for. And he doesn't want to turn you off. And he is being aware of my mental health challenges, um, managing and processing the PTSD changes. And the same thing would be if you had
1: physical limitations as well. What do you up OK?: for?
0: Yeah. So it, it's, a good, uh, it's a good way to... I, I really, that.
1: really, really like it. I truly, truly do. And I think that this is a really good piece of advice for people when we're talking about DS and sex. Um, yeah, you can have one without the other. Maybe you don't want to have one without the other. But asking and communicating and negotiating is the only way you can do it. And neither one is wrong. Oh Neither yeah. Either one is bad. Okay? Yeah. It's, but
0: it's what you want. It's what, what you need. Want. What do you right. want? What, what do works you for you? What works for you? Right. What doesn't work for you? Right. So let's move on to our segment, uh the ask the mistress segment that uh, we yes. And if you've mistress. been if this is the first time you're listening to us, we've started a new segment where we take the questions that people have written in on Instagram and the uh, website, and we answer them on the podcast. So we'll be back in a moment with our Ask the Mistress section. And we're
1: back with the Ask the Mistress question. So the question is Midnight Lady, you want to tell us what the question is sure. today? It's my new play partner's way too
0: interested in having a sexual relationship. How do I slow that down
1: and still keep them interested? Whoa, good question. Really, really good question. So, based on everything we have just said, well, say it. If you're not into it, use your words. Tell somebody how you feel. Upfront. What is it that you're upfront? I don't do that, or I don't want that, or I don't like that. However, I do like this, and I do like that, and I do like this,
0: and, I'll and do I that. do like that, and, and I'll, I'll, do, I'll that. do that.
1: Fabulous. Also,
0: well, here is, you. You maybe you're not sure if you want to do the sex. You're unsure, maybe. You might want to do the sex.
1: And you might want to do it later on.
0: Tell them that, too. Say, it's very new in the relationship. Uh, I take, I I need to take some time to build the intimacy and the trust between us before I will do something like that. So I'm not saying no outright, but I need a little time to get to know you and for you to get to know me and for us to build a relationship and build a little bit of intimacy before we will start being intimate and that's it's not going to be penis and vagina right out the gate. You know, it might be just petting or touching or mutual masturbation or single masturbation. That's where you masturbate yourself, but in the company of the other person. Right. So you're both masturbating yourselves, but you're both sharing the intimacy That's of right. those moments.
1: That's right. If you want to do that. Yes. And if a dominant master Uh, top says to you, well, you're not a good submissive if you won't have sex with me. You are, you call yourself a submissive. You call yourself a slave (laughs) or a wannabe slave and you don't want to have sex with me. What kind of a submissive are you?
0: Okay, you know what I would say to
1: that? Run screaming from the building.
0: (laughs) Because he is a POS. Right. He's a piece of shit. Absolutely. Anybody that says that to you is abusive and, and... manipulative right that is a very manipulative thing to say
1: and people say it tops say it all the time both men and women people say it if you were a better slave right
0: you would do this especially if it's something that is against your limits and you've expressed what your limits are and they still try to manipulate them into giving them what you want what they want so, anyone that says that to you is not a good person and is not a good partner. You need trust. You need trust. And anybody that says that to you is not trustworthy.
1: It is an, a really good indicator of what that person's all about. And yes. not just about sex as yes. well, uh, just about anything having to do with uh, a, a DS or BDSM relationship. Nobody should manipulate you or threaten you or do any of those kinds of things, male or female. Okay, male or female. There are many times, even though it's always about the dick, there are many times when a man will say, well, um, I don't know your situation. Why don't we get tested for um, STDs STDs. Uh, and then we can talk about and that's always a good idea anyway let's face it that's always a good idea even if you play with condoms or whatever there's a uh, a real grab bag full of things that can happen okay so maybe that's one of the things that's on your mind so go and do that I had a boy who said that to me Um, we have not known each other long enough We have not known each other long enough to go get mutually tested or whatever the case may be. And it just makes a lot more sense Mm -hmm. to me that that we should do that. And you know what I said? You are 100% correct. Absolutely. You know, and it wasn't even going to be PIV. It was just activities. Mm -hmm. Uh, And I thought that that was really, really smart. Before you get super intimate with somebody, go get yourself you know, checked out. It's just a smart thing to do. It really is. And if somebody, if your partner says that's what they want before they can be comfortable mm-hmm. engaging in intimate activity, then go do it. What's the big deal? You can go anywhere and get and it And don't done. be
0: insulted.
1: Oh, please, don't get insulted.
0: Don't be insulted.
1: When somebody wants to protect themselves, don't get insulted. It's not and about you. you. Exactly. Then it is about you. Right.
0: It's a two-way street.
1: Absolutely. It's about the both of you.
0: So Yeah, yeah. so... What do you do then if you say, you know, I, I, I really don't do the sex. I really don't do that. And he walks away. He says, I, I'm not playing with you.
1: We like to call that again
0: good information <laughs> and good
1: riddance. That's right. It's always good information to have. Yes, because if, if
0: that's, if that's a, a thing he needs, if that's a requirement that he needs and you can't fulfill that requirement, it's perfectly okay to be incompatible with someone.
1: Absolutely. And don't say yes because you feel intimidated because you've just set yourself up to be the doormat in this relationship. Yeah. Yes. Use so your words. Use your words. That's what we say. It's your very words. simple. Yeah, there's a risk. He may walk away. Yeah, yeah. there's a risk. She might walk away. But the reality is there are a lot of people out there. Yes. Kink is very popular. Here we are. And becoming more so. And becoming more so. And more so, mainstream. That's right. So just, just you know, put on your uh, your big, big girl pants pays. and walk out the door <laughs> and say, thank you very much, but no. No, and thank, that's you. thank you. Thank you, do. but no thank you. Yeah, thank you, but no thank you. And that's that's what you got to do.
0: I think that wraps it up for this episode. We discussed a lot. If you have any questions or comments about anything that we have said, we would love to hear from you. We would love to hear your questions or your comments.
1: And not only do we really want to hear from you with your questions and your comments, maybe you have a point of view or something to say that we need to hear, and so does our audience. Maybe we might invite you on to talk with us about a particular subject that is important to you and therefore important to all of us because we are. We are two kinky women. And we want you. And we want you. To be kinky too. We want you to be kinky. Yes, we do. <laughs> <laughs> Until next time, folks, thanks for listening. Thank you so much.